Today is Saturday, December 12th, 2020. It's a gift from God, so take a deep breath right now and give God thanks. Habakkuk 3.18 Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. Now, I hate to admit it, but I don't always feel like going to work. I don't always feel hungry to pray. I don't always feel inspired to write a sermon. I don't always feel like being nice. And yet, regularly, I go to work even when I'd rather stay home. I habitually pray even when I'm not in the mood. I struggle but still write that sermon even when I'm not feeling inspired or have what some people describe as writer's block. I do my best to be nice, although with that I'm not nearly as successful. Sometimes we do things that we're not in the mood to do because we need to do them. We need to work. We need to pray. We need to be civil. But how about this one? We need to rejoice. The prophet Habakkuk knew about the need to rejoice. He lived in a difficult time and prophesied during a terrible part of Israel's history. He lived in a war-torn country that was ravaged by poverty, and it seems that they were experiencing a famine all at the same time. And so he writes in Habakkuk three sixteen and following, he says, I hear and I tremble within. My lips quiver at the sound. Rottenness enters into my bones and my steps tremble beneath me. I wait quietly for the day of calamity to come upon the people who attack us. Though the fig tree does not blossom and no fruit is on the vines, though the produce of the olive fails and the fields yield no food, though the flock is cut off from the fold and there is no herd in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will exult in the God of my salvation. I don't know if you were able to catch all that he's dealing with, but he's saying that he's terrified of the violence that's surrounding him, that he's expecting himself to be the next victim, that the fig tree and the vineyard are bare, that the field is is barren, that food is in short supply. I mean, there's no toilet paper on the shelves in his Walmart. Bread flour is gone. The flocks have all been taken away by enemies who feasted while Habakkuk and his people starved. Friends, these are dark times. And yet, Habakkuk says, yet I will rejoice. Why? I think it's simply because we need to rejoice. We need sometimes to take a break from our troubles and look for reasons to be grateful. It's sometimes necessary to go outside from the dark room we've been in to allow ourselves to have some sunshine and fresh air. I don't know what type of year this has been for you personally. I know that collectively it's been tough, but I know that for many individuals it's been even more difficult because I know that some of you have lost loved ones. You've experienced disease. You've suffered with a terrible diagnosis. You've lost a job, savings, or both. If that's the case, know that you can still rejoice in the Lord. It's hard, but it's a choice. And I think that God knew that we needed the seasons of rejoicing, which is why he built festivals into the calendar of the Israelites. He knew that sometimes we just need to stop and take stock of all that we have to be grateful for, to allow ourselves to hit pause on our mourning and grief and to say, you know, in this moment, I will rejoice in the goodness of God. So just take a minute to consider, what are you thankful for? Are you thankful for your health? For simply being alive? What about your family? Are you thankful for work? Are you thankful for your home? Do you have friends to be thankful for? What about a warm meal? 
What about the salvation that you have in Jesus Christ? What about the promise of heaven? What about the constant companionship of the Holy Spirit? Friends, we have so much to be thankful for, but often we overlook it. This morning and for the rest of the day, I would challenge you to focus on the things that you're grateful for. Now, I know it will be hard, but I would say press through and say, yet I will rejoice. Hear me on this. I'm not asking you to forget all your troubles or pretend that they don't exist. I'm not saying that your loss isn't real or great. You might have very good reasons to mourn, and it's appropriate to grieve. But it's also appropriate to mourn and grieve with hope. Paul tells the church in Thessalonica that we as Christians do not grieve as those who have no hope. In other words, we grieve as people of hope, with gratitude for eternal life in Jesus Christ, which is why we can join with the prophet Habakkuk and say, yet I will rejoice. That is a choice you can make today to choose to rejoice, to be grateful for all that you do have in Jesus Christ. Yet I will rejoice. Yet I will rejoice. This podcast, Everyday Grace, is a ministry of Bowling Green Christian Church. To find out more about BGCC, visit our website at bowlinggreenchristian.org. There you can discover ways to connect, serve, and give, as well as access our sermon podcast and previously recorded worship services. You can also access all of this on our church app. You can download and install the church app by texting BGCC app, that's A-P-P, to 77977. Remember, Jesus is with you today, so keep your eyes open for his grace in whatever variety it appears.